Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Unpolished. It's your girl, Paulette, the founder and the creator of this podcast. Y'all, I'm excited about this morning. It's been, let me tell you, it's been serious, right? It's been some serious stuff, but I just so, I, I just so love God because he walks you through this thing. He walks you through it. He walks you through it. He's like, I'm right here. I got you. And I just love so much that that's how the relationship that I have with God is. Like, he's right there. Like, I got you, sis. I got you, daughter. And it always works out. When God speaks to me, he speaks to me with his whole heart. He speaks to my heart. He writes to my heart. He tells me what to expect. So I'm so grateful to God, right? It's been, it's been a busy last couple of weeks, right? Today is actually a lot of people's Friday before Thanksgiving. So shout out to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I'm um, spreading peace, love, and joy to everybody on a wonderful day. But let me get right into the word. So the word that God gave me, this is what God gave me this morning. It's Ezekiel 36 and 26. It says, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. Ezekiel 36 and 26. So when we go to um, Ezekiel 26 to read the whole scripture, it says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. That was deep. Come on, y'all. Come hold up. Was I not just talking about how God writes on the mind and how God writes on the heart? A, a couple of months back in the summertime, I talked about heart surgery. See, it's a heart thing with God, y'all. It's a heart thing. It's a heart thing. It's all about the heart, right? The word of God says in Ezekiel 36 and 26, this really makes me excited. It says, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Woo! Y'all, let me say something. Don't let the circumstances get, get it twisted. See, even when we're going through our transition, I talked about transition. I heard somebody yesterday talk about being in a, a cocoon phase. Because when you're in a cocoon phase, you're shielded. You're shielded. The cocoon is hard. Because, you know, that's how the transition goes. The caterpillar turns into a cocoon. The cocoon uh, prepares the butterfly. So while the, while the caterpillar is in the cocoon, is being prepared. So you can't see inside the cocoon. The cocoon is wrapped. It's hard. You can't see. So the heart of the um, the heart of the caterpillar has now became the cocoon because within the cocoon, the butterfly is earning his colors, his wings. You don't know who or what that butterfly is going to look like when it comes out of that cocoon. Isn't that a form of a holding place? Come on, y'all. The word of God, when divine words are put out into the universe, into the frequency, those things trickle down with power. And God says, I got something for that daughter, and I'm going to give it to you in the morning. And he gave me Ezekiel 36 and 26, and it says, a new heart will also I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I just want to get into that scripture a little deeper. In 36, 
where it says um, Ezekiel um, 3626 and it says a new heart will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh now that says that speaks volumes because what that says is that life can make your heart a little bit stony Life can make you hard when you don't need to be. You don't need to be having a hard heart. You don't need to be bitter. But life, this world that we living in, it can throw us some curveballs that'll make us turn that thing, right? And because God knows that that's possible. He knows that circumstances will cause you to have a cold heart. He knows that circumstances will cause you not to have the passion. He knows who you are. He knows what this world can do to you. And because he knows he's already prepared, he comes prepared. He says, it doesn't matter if your heart is stony. Because even a person with a stony heart can get a new one. Even a person with a stony heart can get a fresh heart, a flesh heart. Do you hear that? That means I can renew all things, even a heart, a, a cold heart, a hard heart. I can renew that thing because your circumstances causes you to have a cold heart. When your heart went stony, you basically was going into a cocoon. There's going to be seasons where you won't feel. That's a part of isolation. It's not that you're mad and that you, you hate people. It's just that that's where you are. That's your waiting period. Because sometimes if you're feeling too much, you'll be distracted from where God is trying to take you, what God is trying to show you. Because everything you do, you're feeling, feeling, feeling. Something that God knows how to bring boundaries. And because he's a God who can do all things, what he says in the word is a new heart will I also give you and a new, a new spirit will I put within you. Not just a heart, but a new spirit within you. He says, and I will take away the stony heart and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. How many stony hearts are out there? I'm telling you, God has got me. He's created me for a, spe a special ministry, y'all. This thing is real. How many stony hearts are out there? How many? How many? And so I just want to say to you today, let me raise my hand. I have been through my trials. I have been through my tribulations. My heart has been cold. But because I, I love God so much, because I believe in the word of God so much, because I know that God is real. He, I spoke about heart surgery. Then he gave me this word the day before Thanksgiving. See, this is why you have to give thanks, y'all. It's so hard sometimes not to get emotional about the word of God. I saw this lady today and she was, whoo, Jesus. But it's so hard sometimes not to get emotional about the word of God because God says, I see your circumstances. I see your heart. I know what happened. I know what I know what it was. But let me tell you something. Because I am who I am, because I have chosen you, you will not lack anything, not even the heart of flesh. Because I love you so much and you're pursuing me and you're talking about me because because you're talking about me, I'm going to talk for you. So every stronghold, every barrier, 
is binded with the blood of Jesus. No one can stop what God has for you. Not even you. No one can stop where you're trying to go because when God has something for you, that thing will seek you out. It will find a way to connect to you. It will seek you out. It won't, let me tell you, when God has something for you, that thing will be agitated. If it's a job, the person who's hiring for that position, they'll become agitated because they say, look, look, I, look, let me release it because I can't, I don't have peace. I don't have peace. Let me release this. I need peace. If when, when it comes to marriage and relationships, and I talk about that because I'm mine is coming, right? God will agitate that thing because he'll bring it together. He brings it together. The word of God tells you what he's going to do for you. You just have to believe. I, I look, I look, time is moving, right? But that word was so powerful. He says, I will take away your stony heart. We don't hear about this. We don't hear, we don't talk, don't nobody talk about Ezekiel 36 and 26. You don't hear about the fact that people can be walking around in the body of Christ, preaching in the pulpit, and they have a heart of stone. You don't hear about it because they're high functioning. You don't hear about it. You don't hear about it. You don't hear about it, but it's real. But because when you continue to pursue God in your affliction, what God says is, I, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. A new spirit, a new heart. I will replace the stony heart with a heart of flesh. We still have a chance. You still have a chance. There's still a chance. This life will make you hard. Yes, it will. Holding on to unforgiveness will make you hard. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Holding on to anger will make you hard. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Because that's how come God has to sometimes allow you to have a heart that's of stone. He has to cut your feelings off. Because he's like, look, I, I need you to, that I really need you to slow down. Let me get these feelings. Let, I need your feelings. To, the, I need to sedate your heart. How about that? I'm going to sedate it. It's going to be a stony heart, but you're still going to be functioning. And then I'm going to release you. This is the day before Thanksgiving, y'all. Thanksgiving Eve. He says, I'm speaking to somebody. I'm speaking to me. God said, I'm going to release your, your heart of flesh. Don't worry about how you feel. Hold on. Don't worry about what you think happened. Hold on. Don't worry about how you think you was tricked or manipulated. Hold on. Hold on because God is not going to allow your heart to become stony because he wants you to have a heart of flesh. And even if you're... Come on, y'all. Even if you're hurt, you're bewildered, you're frustrated, you're angry, hold on. Come on, y'all. Don't let your, look, even if you're walking around with a stony heart, he says, I will replace the stony heart with a heart of flesh. This is how you know you're moving into a new atmosphere. This is how you know that God is about to do something magical for you because he's like, look, you didn't, I, you, your boundaries, you, you got that. You've been shielded. You got that. But it's time for you to have a heart of flesh because I've made something beautiful. I had to get you to this place, daughter. I had to, I had to, I had to let you be tested, daughter. But you have done so wonderful on all your tests. You have, 
You have definitely, you know how the multitask order. I watched you go through things that's broken other people. I watched you allow your people prosecute you, but you continue to push on. I allowed you to act and sit and uh, sit up and sit up around people and act like you don't know that they're not even for you, but you respect them and you continue to push forward. I, I watched you allow different spiritual attacks come, and you, instead of you giving in, you say, "No, I'm going to fight even harder. I'm going to fight in prayer. I'm going to fight with the Spirit of God. I'm going to fight." with the sword, but the sword is the word of God. The word of God says you, if you use the word of God properly, it's your sword. It's your refuge. Everything you need is in the word of God. He said, I watched you release anger, release hurt, release bitterness and say, it's done. It's over. I have no reason to feel like this. God is moving me forward. This is the day. This is the day of promotion. This is the day of promotion. It's It's coming. It's happening. God is ele- the elevation is here. It's the day before Thanksgiving. And out of all the words, what does God give me? He says, I will give you. This is the day before Thanksgiving. I thank you, God, for all. And I've been talking about being thankful no matter what. The good, the bad, the ugly. It doesn't matter because God loves you. See, sometimes people do things and cause things to happen. And they be like, "We, I, I'm going, you know, however it's going to work, we're going to see who they really are. It's all going to come out who they really are. And what you find is that you're going to be saved. What you find is that you want to learn about the word of God. Are you happy now? Is you getting what you need? See, this is how you got to operate when people give you a platform that you didn't ask for. This is how you have to operate when people think they're doing something to hurt you, but you're actually helping the world. This is what you have to be thankful for. That's how come you have to be thankful in all things. You know, what they meant for your bad is going to turn for your good because you're giving all that you got to the word of God. You're not allowing all the techniques and all the craziness to come against you. You're saying in spite of, I know who God is. In spite of, I trust in the word of God. In spite of, I believe in the word of God. I speak healing over my son. I speak healing over my home. I speak healing over my family. See, we have to get this thing together, y'all, because I don't care what people think it's about her ministry. It doesn't matter because yours not real either. Actually, you're not real. As a matter of fact, you might be operating with a stony heart. I know you look good. Your pictures are great. Everything looks like you're perfect, but your heart is a heart of stone. Seek God for a heart of flesh. We got to get this thing together, y'all. Everything that look good ain't good. But God says to us in the word of God that I will replace a stony heart with a heart of flesh. He didn't say a heart of gold. He didn't say a perfect heart. He just said a heart of flesh. That means you, if there's always a chance, if you keep pushing, let, let me go to... um. Pinocchio. My son recommended that movie. He said, Ma, we're going to look at Pinocchio. I said, really, Pinocchio? He said, yeah. And see, one of the things about that story was, it wasn't so much about what he did and didn't do. It was about the faith that he had. The faith that his father had. His father wanted the real boy. Right? He said, I want a real son. So he created one. And then, then because it was so magical and it was so spiritual, and then this is like the new Pinocchio was on the um, app. And 
the little boy went through so many trials and tribulations. He was kidnapped and everything. People was trying to take him. They had him in a puppet show, try to use him as a puppet, make money off of him, all types of um, foolishness. They saw his gift and they was like, this is a wooden, this is a, a, a wooden boy that really has it can talk and it can do all these things because he was given limited access to his future. So he wasn't a complete real boy yet, but he had real boy tendencies. So that wasn't seen in that time. And then because of, he went through so much, he didn't know. He didn't know that everybody wasn't genuine and real. He thought that everybody had good intentions. He didn't know. Right? And I say that to say because his belief, he always came back to the father. His father always found him. His father always found him. He always came back to the father. And in the end of it, he became a real boy. Let me say, I'm saying that to say it doesn't matter what you're going through. If you continue to come back to the father, if you continue to seek the father, if you continue to seek the word of God, no matter how you feel, you will get exactly what you need and it will be real. God says, I will take the stony heart and turn it into a flesh heart. He didn't say a perfect heart. He didn't say a heart of gold. He didn't say a heart of steel. He says a flesh heart, a heart that's beating, a heart that's feeling. You have went through your storm. You have went through your trials. You have went through your tribulations. You smiled at people that shouldn't have even been given the second look. You smiled and talked to people and, and cackled with people that you know you really don't like, but you still respect and try to give respect for respect too. And because you've been able to transition into giving honor and respect, I'm going to transition you out of your circumstance, out of your situation. A new day is here. I just want to thank God this morning. This is the day before Thanksgiving. And this is the word that God has given me. And it's not just for me. It's for somebody else. I talked yesterday about how I got took an Uber to work and the guy in the car didn't know him from a can of beans. And after I finished speaking, he turned to me and said, everything you said was for me. I've been looking for a way to fix my problem. And there it was. It didn't cost him a thing. It was the word of God. It was a divine intervention. It was the spirit of God. Because Thanksgiving is here. This man has been seeking God. He has suffered through all that he was going to suffer through. But the change is here. See, this is why it's good even in your affliction. He said, I have not been happy, but I'm still going to church. I haven't, I, I, my house is not in sync in the unity, but I'm still seeking God. And I'm just not going by myself. I'm taking my children. I'm still seeking God. And see, God is going to work that thing out for him. God is going to work that thing out for his family. Because in spite of his affliction, he still sought out God. He still wanted to stay committed to what he believed that God has called him to accomplish on this earth for his people. He still stood fast and stood strong on what the word of God showed him in the vision and what he believed in his heart. Y'all, this thing is real. This is why you can't allow people thoughts and opinions of you to carry any weight because a lot of people don't have weight. Yo, you don't have the weight. You don't have the weight. See, when I wake up, I come to the Word of God. The Word of God gives me the, the gives me what I need. It gives me the message. I can I don't wake up like, oh my God, I seen. The, no, 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 no. God gives visions, yes, but He also gives you a word of deliverance. It's about delivering. It's about winning souls to Christ. If your mission is not to win souls to Christ, take several seats. If your mission is not to uplift people, take several seats. If your mission is not to help people move to the next level and believe that God is real and to win souls because we're souls. We're walking around in a fleshly body, but we're really souls. When this is all 
sin you've done, if the flesh will go to the dirt and the soul will go to its new place. Where yours may be, I don't know. I know where mine is going to be. I know where I'm going. I have no doubt. No, I is no question in my mind that my soul, I will be singing in the heavenlies and I will be up there with my daddy. He'd be like, dig on my daughter, daughter. My family, my ancestors are watching me this morning because they're like, there she go. There she go. We picked the right one. That's the right one right there. She going to break generational curses. She going to get her family together. She going to get herself together. Because she's, 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 she's leading the way. What's somebody else's timeline for you and God's timeline for you is not the same. This is why you can't let people say, you need to hurry up. You, need to do you have to walk in the timeline of God, y'all. Woo, Jesus. That was a deep. That was deep. That was deep. That was Ezekiel 36 and 26. And so let me move over to what my reading is for today. It says, the title is God's Ability to Do. Do y'all believe him? I know we can get frustrated sometimes. I know things can look a little blurry sometimes. I know our faith can sometimes be weakened because we like, look, when is it going to happen, right? I know, but but the, the message, the reading, it says God's ability to do the scripture is Mark 9 22. And it says, if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. That's what Mark 9 22 says. Then it goes into reading. It says the only conditions that restricts God's power making him unable to act is a lack of faith. You hear that? It says the only conditions that restricts God's power making him unable to act is a lack of faith. We have to have faith. We can't give up on our dreams no matter what things look like. It says he is not limited to action nor restrained by the conditions that limit people. God is never limited. The conditions of time of time, places, nearness, ability, and others that could possibly be named. He know that can possibly be named have no bearing on God. If God's children will look to him and cry to him with true prayer, he will hear and he will deliver no matter how their their circumstances their circumstances so it doesn't matter what you go through how you feel what your circumstances are God can deliver um it is strange how God has to school his people in the ability to do all things and his ability to do all things sometimes I know I believe I do but sometimes in some cases in like talking about the man his, his faith was low but you know giving him the instructions and just talking about this, it's all, all you have to do is pray. It's just that simple. Pray don't cost you a thing. Just working into your routine. And then it says, Father God, we are not restricted by time, place, or ability to do great things for you. The only thing restricting us is our lack of prayer. Make me a praying warrior. Amen. Then we talk about prayer. Wasn't that whole conversation with that gentleman yesterday I had? It was all about prayer. It all leaded back to prayer. Prayer is the key. It doesn't cost anything. You don't have to go to any sessions. Now, some people I've seen where they're actually having 
um, they're actually putting something together where they're inviting people out to pray. They're trying to teach people how to pray. It's, 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 it's a good thing. You know why? Because we all have to learn and be conditioned. They don't have church service anymore. Church service is a service where you go and you have to concentrate and you really have to put a lot of your energy into the word of God. I mean, and, and really just answer prayer, being able to focus. My church used to have an all night prayer and you had to sit in there. You had to really get on your knees and pray and have you have to focus throughout the night and just pray, 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 pray. That takes a lot of focus. I know in some cases, some people might have fell asleep and wake up, but even if you did that, you still had to continue on with your journey and pray for the night because it was called all night prayer. So you had to pray your way through until it was time for you to go home. And know the reasons why people have things like all night prayer is because they're, when I speak of spiritual wickedness and wickedness in high places, means this type of stuff happens in weird hours of the night. So we have to be on watch. This all night prayer is actually like a watch party. We're watching via the spirit, via prayer. This is why you pray. This is why you do, this is why you pray, right? This is how that happens. This is why that's important, right? So in that process, in that process, you know, you have to be able to condition yourself to stay focused for at least eight hours of prayer. That's a long time, but you some people can do the whole night, some people can do an hour, but even if you can't do the whole night praying and you just got your head down and you sleep, you're in an environment where prayer is happening, so you're being covered and you're you're contributing just your, your personal self by being there. So I just wanted to say that, but I hope that word bless somebody. My God, I gotta get myself together and get myself out of here. But I thank God this morning for shifting the atmosphere. I thank God this morning for talking about the heart, talking about how he can remove his stony heart and give you a heart of flesh. Not a perfect heart, not a heart of gold, not a heart of silver, not a heart of money, but a heart of flesh. We sometimes life can make us certain ways, but it's so it's so wonderful that God says it's okay because I can fix it. Isn't it beautiful to know that God God can fix all things? God can fix all things. It's not just one or two things, it's all things. Right? I want y'all to have a beautiful morning. I want y'all to focus on the fact that God wants us to be a peace. He wants us not to hold on to hurt, not to be better. He wants us to love. He wants us to walk in harmony and peace. That's what he wants for us so that we can grow and we can be better people. That's what he wants. Like I say, my, my day is coming, right? And um, when I get married, I'm not saying because it's real. It's going to be outside. Um, it's not going to be on the beach, but it is going to be outside because I, and I, I don't have to have, I've had a big wedding before. You never know what the other person might want because, you know, just because I've been married before and had a, a big wedding doesn't mean that I can't have another one. But a lot of times, um, God will work things out for you, and it could be so much better than what you could have thought or even imagined. I can be like, you know, I don't, you know, I can play it small. Um, it's okay. And then the person that God sent me is like, no, no, this is past due, and we need to do something big, and we need to do it right. So you just have to continue to position yourself for what your blessings are about to be. Why, you know, if God is definitely working on me. And, you know, sometimes some things aren't released because he's still conditioning your heart. Because you have to have a heart to hold your blessings. 
There's no point for God to give you something that you think you want when you don't have a heart to hold it. So sometimes you have to have, let me say that again, sometimes God won't give you what you think you want because you're not, your heart is, you have to have a heart to hold it. So your heart has to be conditioned. Your heart has to be ready. And once she be like, okay, I see now, this is the type of heart that this situation is going to need. And because you've been faithful, because you've been seeking me, I'm going to give you a heart to hold this blessing that's coming to you. That blessing can be a lot of things. That blessing can be can be a job. It can be a relationship. It can be a lot of things. But God will give you the heart to hold it. You have to have a heart to hold it. Without the proper heart, you won't be able to hold the blessing. And a lot of times, people, that's why I say there's nothing wrong with having money. Money is great. It makes life so much more comfortable. But what happens when you have all of that, but you don't have a heart to hold your blessings? What happens when you have all the money, but you don't have a heart to hold your blessings? You will be conflicted. I could teach a class on that because we have people that's banging it out there. Their money game is serious, but then they don't have a heart to hold other things. There are certain things in their life that they don't have a heart to, their heart is not, they don't have the heart to hold it, right? And this is why God is taking me through this journey because he was like, look, it's not so much about you. It's about other people. I, I'm, I'm shocked that I just said that because I've never thought of that, but this morning, sometimes you, you 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 have to have something to offer. What is it that you have to offer? When it comes to relationships, it's not always sex, it's not always money. What else do you have to offer? Because sex, you know, that's great, mm-hmm, wonderful, but then when that's over, then what? It's a lot of people that's together and after the, you come out the bedroom, you don't like each other. You're like, I really don't, can't stand you until at night, and then that's crazy. Because you're walking around with each other all the time, taking pretty pictures, but then at the end of the day, you don't like each other. And this is where a lot of um, infidelity comes in, right? Because it's like, you know, that's just what happens. The mind, when the minds are wondering, that's what happens. And that's why in a lot of cases, we have to be very intentional. We have to make sure we're seeking God and we're equally yoked. And we have to make sure that we're seeking God so that not just for a mate, but a heart, a heart to hold the person. When you have a heart to hold the right person, that person will always come to you. They'll always seek you out. They'll always look for you because they, they're not looking for your body. They're looking for your heart. They're like, oh, this is yeah, This person is great. Yeah, she's beautiful. But this heart, her, I, her, it's her heart that I love. It's not really what she looks like. It's her heart. That's what I mean when I say you have to have a heart to hold. Hold the blessing. You have to have a heart to hold the blessing. You know, so, so, so many people chase so many different things, but um, I, I don't know of people that chase the heart. It's some out there because they're not looking for a pretty face. They're actually looking for a, a pretty heart. Is your heart pretty? You know, and sometimes when we go through things, we can be different because we've had so many circumstances that have caused us to become hard. So when God starts to work on your heart, he's like, I'm working on your heart because I'm, I'm about to make your heart pretty. you're beautiful but your heart is about to be real pretty and when when, when I get this transition done it's it's everything about your life is going to look different different doors are going to open because of your heart people are not going to just seek you they're going to be seeking your heart they're not going to just love you they're going to love your heart I really like your heart I just like her I, I really like her heart though you know that sounds strange but it's real people are looking for the heart Anytime, and I have seen this happen in my life where you are, I have been sought and seek out 
and well, what the person was looking for, he wasn't, he was looking for my heart. And that's why I say sometimes you have to have the heart to hold the blessing. When you don't have the heart to hold the blessing, sometimes the conflict will come. And that's a form of being unequally yoked as well because it's like, I deserve, do you? Do you deserve, do you have a heart to hold? It's not taking nothing away from anybody, but these are some of the logistics that comes along when it's spiritual. A lot of times people don't look at those things because they just look at the fact that, you know, I did, you know, and they just look at all those things and then they start to try to compare. And it's not even about what you did, could have did, how you did it. It's really about having the heart to hold the blessing. Right? That's like me. I would like to have another child. God's not going to send me somebody who's not, who doesn't want another child. Because if that happens, what's going to happen is they're not going to have a heart to hold the blessing. I'm going to always be like, no, this is not going to work. I want to have another child. That God knows that's what I want. So therefore, he's going to send me someone who has that, you know, the heart, you have to have a heart to hold the blessing. Ooh, I'm going to get off that thing because I got to get out of here, but I just thank God for allowing me to have this wonderful Thanksgiving Eve message for all my listeners because it's necessary. I don't even know that I've been talking about the heart all year, but this one was even deeper when God said, look, let me take you to Ezekiel and let me show you something beautiful, daughter. You've been talking about um, showing something beautiful. Let me take you to Ezekiel and let me show you something beautiful. And you know what? Let's hold up. I gotta get off of here, but wait a minute. I got a song. It just came to my mind, and I want to really share it with you guys in the process of me um getting myself together to get out of here. You hear me? Get myself together to get out of here. Whew, Jesus, that was a message for real, for real. That was a for real, for real message, right? But I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful to God for giving me that message and allowing me to have what it is that I need to convey the messaging to you guys. I have a song, y'all. It's a song. I'm going to play it real quick and then I got to go. Right? I'm going to have to go in like 10 minutes. But I wanted to play it because it came to my mind just now. Oh man. Hold on. Just a minute. So the song is a Chris Brown song. And it talks about judging. It talks about things being beautiful. And I don't know what caused that song to come about. I don't know Chris like that. But that song has always been one of my songs. And I thought it was an amazing piece of art. And I thought he did an amazing job with bringing that thing to life. You know, I'm into that, y'all. Y'all know I'm into it. I'm definitely into, you know, overanalyzing some stuff. But I'm going to have to play it when I get a minute. I'm not going to stress myself out about Oh, hold on. I was about to give up hope, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to y'all really quick. And then I got to get out of here. It's been, it's been busy these last couple of weeks. I'm so glad this week was a short week for me, but I want to play this song because 
um, it's one of my songs. And just this message, it's the day before Thanksgiving. And what other song than this one? I'm not sure um, the name of the song. Man. Let me click on this really quick. Hold on. That's not it. sure the name of the song. That is so horrible. Because he has so much music out there. It looks like he got some new music out, right? Beautiful by Chris Brown. Showing results for Beautiful by Chris Brown. Uh-uh. Here it is. So as it popped up, I think it's called Don't Judge Me. I think that's what I seen, y'all. I'm going to just play a glimpse because I really didn't know what it was called. <clears throat> Let me start getting myself together, but I really want to share... I really want to share it, and I might have to come back and share it later. I'm going to just let it go. I couldn't get it, um, get it going. Dang, on it. But, um, hold on. Give me just a minute. I wish I could pose this thing on here, but I can't. I just really hope y'all enjoyed that message this morning. It was a blessing to me to be able to convey it and just to give it out. Here it comes. Here it comes. Sometimes I do a gospel song and sometimes that's just not the song that <coughs> excuse me I had to give. I always try to um give what it is. So if it if I can't do it, that's gonna be fine. I'm gonna have to be okay with that. I'll make sure I can play it later. So let me get off here, y'all, so I can get out of here in ten minutes. Y'all be blessed. Oh, hold on. I might be able to do it. Hold on.
I'm still here. Right there was just a little pause. Because I'm on my way out the door, but I done did my recording. So I don't have to take it with me, right? I don't have to take it with me and do it on the road like I did yesterday. Even though I believe that was meant to happen like that. That's what is meant to happen. Yeah. Sometimes that's how it works out. Your situations are not really for you. Sometimes your messages and you think it's about you and it's not really about you. It's about something or someone else. Or it's for um someone else more than it is about you. So a lot of times we be taking this stuff personal and we think everything's about us and for us. And it's that's not always that's not always the case. That is definitely not always the case. Hold on, you guys. It's time. Oh. Hold on. All right, yeah, it's called Don't Judge Me. <clears throat> I missed that whole thing, y'all. I missed the whole... I was like, it talks about judging. Look, if I was on Family uh, Feud, I would have lost that one. Because I was hot, but I still wasn't hitting the, um, hitting the mark, right? That is so funny. I was like, yeah, the song talk about judging and beautiful. And I'm like, what's the name of the song? Help me, Jesus. Help me, God. Yeah, 
Blessing. God bless you. May God enlarge your territory. 
May God continue to give you what you need. May God continue to give you peace in your mind, your heart, and your soul. May you continue to push through. May you to continue to put God first. May you continue to seek the word of God in the morning. May God your priority. May God your priority. Not a part of your day, not when you feel like it, but make him your priority. I love y'all with the love of God. God bless.